There are many reasons why folks forego working with a financial professional. Today, we're going to break down some of the most common reasons folks resist professional help while building their financial plan and explain exactly how a financial advisor would be able to help. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Well, hi there. Welcome to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, and here with us to help you take charge of your money, Ben Koval, Matt Leibarger. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. Each week on the show, we talk about things that are really important to you, you retirees or pre-retirees that are listening today, wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, and so much more. So thank you for joining us, spending part of your Saturday with us right here on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let's say hi to the guys. How are we doing today? Hey, Gary. Hello, Gary. All right. We're ready to rock the show. And uh, this is really a, a show with lots of great information. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, let's get started. Okay, so there are many valid concerns people have about talking with a financial advisor. Now, it's likely one or two of these reasons might have crossed your mind before. Now, whether you've had a negative personal experience with a financial professional, not with Ben or Matt, let's put that out there right away. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Or you feel the need that, you know, you maybe don't need to work with a financial advisor, or perhaps you feel you don't need the assistance, got everything under control on your own. There are plenty of reasons folks have for not working with a financial advisor. Today, we're going to debunk that. It doesn't say that in the show notes, but I like the word debunk. And uh, we're going to talk about some of the reasons why and explain how exactly a professional would help you in each scenario. Okay, so here's the first one, guys. First reason, I enjoy being a DIYer, do-it-yourself, which can lead to very dangerous situations, particularly if you're working with the, you know, the electrical uh, wires in your house. But that's another story for another day. But seriously, guys, it's not always a good idea. Well, it, it, and it depends. So do-it-yourself isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I have a lot of clients that come in and they do like their stock management. They like making their own trades. They like um, you know, reading the market tea leaves, deciding how they want to invest in that week. And that's perfectly fine for a portion of the overall funds. You know, A lot of times people are hesitant to talk to a financial professional because they feel that financial professional is going to try to hoard all of their assets. Is say, okay, well, let's just put all of it under my umbrella so I can charge 1% mm -hmm. and we'll invest you in 60 40 splits of stocks and bonds. And, you know, we'll all hold hands and skip through the daisies. And that's one reason why, for do it yourselfers, they tend to gravitate more towards how Matt and I end up structuring, which is more of an hourly rate side of things. So a lot of times people will come to us and say, well, I just want to make sure I'm on the right track. Mm -hmm. So how are my investments doing for what I'm trying to achieve? And we charge per hour for how much time it takes to give you the advice of what we need. And at the point you walk out the door, you have a little bit more information to use yourself. Now, very often in that conversation, there is something that's missing. Uh, tax planning is probably one of the biggest ones. Is if you're doing it yourself and you're not adequately balancing how you're drawing your assets or doing Roth conversions or any of that, you're likely going to be spending six figures or more in, in additional taxes than you really should be. So that's one area. Uh, second has to do with the specific investment tools that are being offered out there. And so some of them are really good. Some of them are not so good. Some of them are actually restricted to where you have to talk to an advisor to actually get some of these vehicles. And so again, talking to an hourly rate advisor can help at least get you the advice that's going to be in your best interest without the idea of this conflict of interest 
of holding all of your assets in one spot so the advisor can get paid. Yeah, Absolutely. that's so, right. Yeah, I was going to say that sometimes you, you can't uh, access those funds yourself. That's why you need to talk to, uh, you know, Ben and Matt at SoundPath through Retirement. Now let's get to the next one. I'm already retired. You know, the horse has left the barn or whatever other analogy you want to say. So, you know, I'm good, but not always, right? <laughs> You know, that's wonderful if you're already retired. Congrats. I'm jealous. Gary's jealous. Ben's yeah. jealous. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all look forward to that. Uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting because a lot of people think that, but that that's what Ben and I do. All, we, you know, we always say every week, we, we don't work with 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds. We we work exclusively with retirees um, or those very close to approaching retirement. But when people sit down, it's very often they sit down with us and they've entered into retirement uh, un, unprepared for a lifelong distribution strategy. They might be prepared in what they've saved. Uh, often, I'm not saying people you know, just simply haven't done well in their savings. Often they have. But they've been focused on their job and getting to that final day where they can walk out after having the cake and the celebration. They're done. And they think, okay, I've hit the retirement, but what do I do with my investments? So what we plan for is structuring in such a way where now we can protect them, look at time horizons, uh, they can protect their income while still uh, getting the growth that they need because you're still going to need growth throughout retirement. And you're going to need to do that tax planning that Ben's talking about. Distribution back to yourself in retirement is a completely different ball game. It's a game changer. Then when you're just dumping money into a 401k while you're 30 years old and and hoping for the best and looking at the pie chart. So no, th- this that's exactly the time that you need to sit down and chat with a professional. All right. Sounds like a plan. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Want to give you the phone number, get on the calendar for Ben and Matt. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan. No cost or no obligation. Here's that number, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by, ready for your phone call. All right, let's get to our next one. I just don't think about finances very much. I don't want or like to discuss finances. It's the old uh, head in the sand uh, syndrome, which is not right. good. You can't bury your head in the sand, right, guys? Yeah, I'm not going to go to the doctor because the doctor only gives bad news. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Same same type of mentality. Uh, and I get it. You know, a lot of times we all have our specialties. If you were a software engineer uh, for your career, that, that's what you are really good at. And so when you start going into like the financial side of the world, where there's acronyms and you know all sorts of different confusing jargon and and ratios, it can be overwhelming and it can be difficult mm-hmm. to uh, jump into that feeling comfortable. And so sometimes people just go, I, I just don't want to even, I don't even want to handle that, and it'll just you know kind of be what it is. And that's of course very dangerous. You need to have eyes wide open when it comes to retirement, even though it might not be comfortable to begin with. That's what Matt and I do every day, all day, is talk about how these things relate to you in ways that make sense. Mm-hmm. Not using jargon and not trying to confuse with double talk. It's just, hey, this is what we've got. This is what you're looking at. And this is what it means. Does this work for you? And if the answer is no, well, great. Let's make some changes. Yeah. If the answer is yes, fantastic. Let's you know continue on and make sure it's invested properly. So all information is good. Make sure you're not leaving that to the side. Yeah, you really have to know. I mean, you got to you gotta change the mentality on that because, like you said, you know, I'm not going to the doctor because I know it's going to be bad news, but you never know. Maybe it's good news. Occasion, occasionally, they do give you good news uh, once in a while. All right, <laughs> or, or neutral news. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. or neutral news. Yeah, neutral news is good when you go to the doctor. Well, you know, uh, I got like, hey, you need to lose 20 pounds. I got that last time. All right, so here's the next one. I get my retirement planning advice. I love this one, guys. You'll love from family and friends. Oh, a friend of a friend of a friend who told me about this great stock. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's a sure thing. You can't lose. <laughs> oh, gosh, this really is a dangerous one. Um, and it happens more than I, I care to admit when I hear this. But uh, the, the folks who lean on the advice of their friends and their or their family or the, the guy at the pub, they just met that that night after a couple of beers watching the game. Uh, it, it is dangerous. It, it really is dangerous. Now, here's the deal. It's possible that one of your friends or your family is uh, licensed, you know, has their credentials they're a fiduciary they got your best interests in mind they're well trained but that is the exception to the rule uh think we were just talking about doctors for a second okay are you going to go to your friend or your family member when, when you need a surgery if they're not a surgeon you're no yeah you're, you're not going to do that so this could be very dangerous sit down with somebody i'll just keep it short sit down with somebody who's trained who knows and has a legal responsibility to look out for you with the know-how of how to look out for well, you yeah i had a client yeah. come in a couple of clients actually and one of them they're friends and uh he was subsidizing his friend by a couple thousand dollars a month or so. I don't remember the specific amounts of it. The reason was because he got them into futures buying uh, and got completely washed out. Yeah. You know, futures are real difficult and it's it's gambling yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, you don't want an amateur doing that for you. And so he felt bad and so he's trying to make right by paying the losses based on his advice, but you know, that, yeah. that's the thing is you, you need to make sure you know all the risk tolerance, not because, oh, my friend did this and said that they can make, you know, $200,000 a year by just trading futures. Well, well it's nice that his friend brought him in to finally see a financial advisor like yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a tough thing when you end up going going on friends and family. And, you know, that's one of the ways that Matt and I specialize is to help get all of the information clear cut and available you know matt and i view ourselves more as educators than we do anything else in that we want to have all the information available for clients to be able to make the best decision for their overall retirement now if you're not too sure if your advisor is doing that for you right now if they are a percent management advisor and you're thinking well maybe there's a better way to do it then matt and i always leave a handful of spots open on our calendar for people to call in to get a completely complimentary review where are you at what are you missing? What are the fees you're paying? And how might there be a better way for you to structure your overall retirement portfolio? So if you're within 10 years of retirement or currently retired, that sounds like something you want to take advantage of, shoot us a call. Leave a message because we're not, you know, we leave our employees to have the weekends. So they're not going to be answering it here on, on Saturdays. And leave a message. We'll call you back Monday morning, get you on the calendar, either remote or in person to do a completely complimentary review of where you are, what fees you're paying, and what might be better for your situation. Yeah, we call the knowledge transfer too. That's what Ben and Matt do, and it's not just a you know it, it's not just a transactional. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right. The number is eight seven seven two four nine sixty nine hundred. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement income plan, a complete plan. Now we still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar. Consultations offered for you at no cost or no obligation. It all starts with a conversation. That's what it is. Picking up the phone, punching those numbers in eight seven seven two four nine six nine zero zero. The folks at Soundpath Retirement Strategies will get back to you first thing Monday morning. One more time on the number before we go to break, 877-249-6900. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. You deserve a more confident plan to retire, stress-free, peace of mind when you move into retirement. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of Ben and Matt and Soundpath to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Let's say we continue along. What do you say? Let's do it. A few down, a few left to go. Coming up next, we'll share uh, a few final reasons folks dismiss meeting with a financial professional and share exactly how an advisor can help you set up for success. Hey. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. Each week we talk about things we know that matter to you, whether it's asset protection, long-term care, life insurance, social security strategies, and so much more. You guys were talking about, you know, how to become an expert on something. So I, what I do, uh, before I had my uh, knee surgery, I went on YouTube and I looked up uh, how to do knee surgery for a torn meniscus. So I went to the kitchen. No, yeah, no, not dental really. surgery too. You can do that yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dental surgery also. <laughs> yeah, that's not a. That's another not doing yourself thing. At one time, I was trying to change a, a fixture in the kitchen, and uh, I almost and I shut up. I thought I shut everything off. I, I got zapped a little bit. My wife says, "You're done. You're done. Call a guy. Gotta have a guy." Ben still tells his kids he's a professional haircut, you know, stylist, and he just takes the bowl out. Oh yeah, the bowl. Yeah, the old yeah, bowl. Just grab the bowl yeah, and some, yeah, some. Yeah, that works. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get back to our reasons why you should visit with a financial professional, a fiduciary like Ben and Matt. All right, here's uh, the reason that folks don't want to work with a financial advisor. I thought I have a uh, I have a 401k through work, and that's a retirement plan in and of itself. No, that's just a piece of the puzzle, guys. I, I guess, huh? It it really is, and and uh, and I'm so happy somebody has a 401k plan. I hope they're you know contributing to it and getting the company match and all that. It's wonderful, but a 401k plan is not a retirement plan, um, especially when you enter into retirement itself. We're talking about a full-on retirement distribution strategy. The average retirement plan might consist of a 401k or rolled over into an IRA at the time of retirement, but that just works in conjunction with every other investment and saving vehicles um, that you have that holistically create a unique plan that fits your needs and um and your goals so so no it's just it's just one piece of the puzzle yeah i mean and that there's a lot of moving parts and the 401k you know i always say like a a drawer full of statements is not a financial plan it's great you have a right. 401k we hope you contribute you max it out and we hope you do really well and uh, but like i said it's just uh, one single part of that complete uh, comprehensive plan that Ben and Matt will put together for you when you meet with them. All right, here's another reason. Social Security will cover me or bridge any of the gaps I might have. Boy, that's uh, that's rarely, rarely true, especially if you're a high earner and you want to, you know, the goal, guys, isn't it to match your lifestyle and retirement that you did when you were working, correct? That'd be, that'd be ideal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, so Social Security was never meant to be majority of somebody's retirement uh, you know when it comes to like our grandparents they had a pension they had paid off house and social security and, and they were they were fine and it's not quite the same nowadays we don't have pensions as nearly as often as we did social security i'm sure everyone has heard the rhetoric and it's always been the boogeyman but mm -hmm. talking about how it's going to be worth only 70 percent of what it is now here in just a handful of years and so that's not something that we can rely on being as consistent as maybe past generations have been. Now, I'm not a believer that Social Security is going to change fundamentally. I think it will get fixed. I think it'll just get fixed more expensive for younger generations. But still, you can't be relying on something that is so legislatively involved to end up covering so much of an income. If your retirement is going to be decades long, that's it's a lot of time for things to go wrong here with this this type of a of a plan. So make sure social security isn't the one element you're leaning too heavily on. 
Yeah, Ben, talking about the good old days. I remember those days. I could work on my own car without all the electronics getting in the way. <laughs> I could do that. I could change my oil. I could change the spark plugs. And uh, believe it or not, guys, you know, you know, you're too young for this. They would actually have a milkman that leave milk at your door. How about that? Remember, yeah, you guys are too young. Yeah. Amazing. It was totally amazing. I, I'm, I'm- I'm just curious if you had the eight-track plane yeah, in, you know, in, in the yeah. background while you're working on your car. Yes, I had yeah. the eight-track. Uh, let's see. Yes. My favorite one Everything was... Everything is in sepia tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite one was uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival Greatest Hits. There you go. Look that up. Okay. CCR. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. I'll be... Uh, enough about me. I will be comfortable living off what I've saved so far in retirement and can make it do just fine on a fixed income. I don't know about that one either, guys. You know, that that's an important conversation, and I've had this m- more more than once. Um, I'll say a couple things. First, when I find somebody that says that, I'm always pretty impressed to find that often they've had that budget conversation uh, with themselves and their, their significant others, and they're on a fixed income, and it seems to be working. Um, the things that we uncover as we begin to brainstorm and talk is, n- number one, are these streams of payments or the fixed incomes you have, uh, have you accounted for inflation th- throughout life? Or at some point, is that fixed income no longer going to buy the same things that it buys today, right? And so you have to start thinking about that. My income in 10 years from now can't be the same as it is today, and that takes planning. The other uh, two items that come up and they're kind of tied uh, together is uh, part of our planning. Ben and I always talk about, you know, we talk tax strategy and we talk estate planning. Um, what's going to happen to your funds when they go? And a lot of this has to do with taxes. We'll start talking about beneficiaries. And with beneficiaries, if people say, yeah, I've got beneficiaries I care about, I want to leave some funds to, then I start asking, okay, on this fixed income, from where are you drawing this income? In other words, what funds and tax liability of funds, what buckets are you pulling your income from? What are you leaving till last? Um, are, do you care about the tax burden of the funds that are left to your beneficiaries? And some will say, yeah, absolutely. Well, then we talk about how aggressive they are on things like Roth conversions. We'll talk about stepped up cost basis on things that could be left behind when they pass, like brokerage accounts or homes. And often people don't think about this and they're not even thinking about leaving the right funds to the people that they leave behind. So there's a lot to talk about here. I'm glad you're on a fixed income, but let's dive a little deeper and see where that income's coming into and if you've accounted for inflation in the future. Yeah, you said the I word, you said the inflation word. Hold on. I know. I said budget too, I think. (laughs) That's a double whammy. That's a double whammy. Yeah, but you know, seriously, guys, it goes back to the do-it-yourself situation again where there's, there's too many moving parts. It's too complicated. Particularly if you're talking about leaving a legacy behind and, you know, having uh, funds for your uh, your folks, uh, your kids or grandkids when you when you pass, you don't want to pass on a tremendous tax burden to them as well. So, you know, want to keep that in mind, too. I want to remind everybody the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to thank you for joining us. I want you to get that comprehensive plan put together by Ben and Matt. And it all starts by picking up the phone and punching these numbers in 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Do it now and the folks will get back to you first thing on Monday morning, the folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies. All right, let's see what the uh, next one is. I have circumstances that would need to be addressed and definitely wouldn't fit into the cookie cutter retirement plans. Well, you guys don't do that. Yeah. Well, and I agree. Everybody is going to be somewhat different. Cookie cutter plans never work entirely. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves with the get the buzzer ready 4% rule. (laughs) Uh, That's the, it's a cookie cutter method. It's just saying, Hey, let's take 4% plus inflation out every year. And then we'll, we'll see what happens and invest 60, 40 split or 50, 50 split, something like that. 
in bonds and stocks. The thing is that everybody's retirement is going to be a little bit different. Some clients will say, hey, I'm going to be doing a whole lot of traveling for the first 10 years. So let's make sure I have the liquidity available for those travel years. And then after that, maybe we'll, we'll pull down a little bit, make sure we're still covering for medical issues coming in. Other clients, it's, hey, I've got a special needs child that we want to make sure that we've got some money left over at the point that we pass. So everything's going to be a little bit different. And so if you're talking to an advisor, you need to make sure that they're going to be independent from the advice that they're going to be offering, that they're not just doing the same thing with you that they do with everybody else, that there is a customized plan, customized investments that are specific for you. And again, this kind of goes back to an hourly rate advisor. If you're getting charged for the amount of money that an advisor is holding, there is a potential conflict of interest there. And that's what it really comes down to is limiting conflicts of interest in general. But if you have an hourly rate advisor, then it limits one of those conflicts of interest. So yeah, make sure that you are going into a retirement specialist, someone who deals with retirees, not 20, 30 year olds as well, and that they can end up putting into putting together a plan that works specific to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and and, and this is something where, gosh, I mean, all, all of these reasons, these are reasons that Ben and I hear routinely, these and many more. I mean, we could spend hours, you know, covering all the all the reasons that people have for not seeing a, a specialist. But I think a lot of it comes down to the unknown. And as been said earlier, we view ourselves more as educators, uh, probably than anything else. And uh, Ben made another comment in in the previous uh, time that we had, and, and that had to do with not using double talk. So I'm going to say this, if you're listening right now, we always leave 10 spots open every week. I don't know how many more are left, but uh, for our listeners to come sit down and, and talk with us. And what we're going to do is we're going to address these types of questions. We're going to answer the questions you have. We're going to bring up things that maybe you hadn't even thought of. And we're going to do it in such a way that it doesn't sound like the salesy double talk. We're not somebody who works with a, as a percentage of assets under management. That's not how we charge. That's not how we do things. Uh, we're going to start by listening to you where you're at and then begin to brainstorm and create a holistic, comprehensive, clear, and coherent plan for you to last you and your loved ones throughout your retirement. So if that's you, give us a call. We can meet in person at either our Bellevue location or Seattle. We can also meet virtually if that works better for you. Uh, if you call now, you're going to get a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That really does give you great insight into both Ben and, in fact, our entire company, our mindset when it comes to retirement strategy planning. So give us a call. We look forward to seeing you. All right. Great advice, Matt. Let's uh, give that phone number for everybody. 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Sit down with the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. Ben and Matt and the team are ready and able and willing to meet with you. Now, something we've been talking about resonates with you. You feel the need to get that second opinion or want to make sure your plan is really aligned with the goals of very important risk tolerance we talk about each week. Here's that phone number again, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. You deserve a more confident plan to retire, stress-free, peace of mind. That's what you want when you move into retirement. All starts with a conversation. Picking up the phone, punching those numbers in, 877-249-6900. All right, great stuff, guys. We're going to take a short break. Be back with more of Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What do you guys have up next for me? When we return, we'll walk you through real, relatable retirement planning scenarios and explain hands-on approaches that we take with them. show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Want to thank you for joining us, spending part of your Saturday morning with us at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. 
With us each week at this time, Ben Kova, Matt Lieberger, thank you for joining us again. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They're both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. And we're glad you're here because these things that we're going to be talking about, we talk about each week, and you need to know these things as you move into retirement. Wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, and so much more. All right. So now, guys, we know financial advisors can help folks in many ways now. We're going to learn by taking a more hands-on approach to see exactly what can be done by posing some hypothetical case studies to our financial advisors, to Ben and Matt, allowing them to do what they do best and explore the specifics of what they would do with each. Here's our disclaimer. Each of these hypotheticals are inspired by real-life scenarios. Okay, so you guys ready? Let's see who takes the first one here. A 63- and a 64-year-old couple both retiring in six months. The 63-year-old has a 401k and a 403b. The 64 has a pension and a 401k. They have both maximized their contributions. Other investments include stocks, bonds, T-bills, gold, annuities, and real estate. They have no outstanding debt two adult children, both of which live in the same state. They like to visit at their leisure during retirement. Wow, they got a lot of different assets, guys, but, you know, got to juggle all these pieces and put it together, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, this is a relatively common scenario. So retiring pretty soon and probably wondering the two biggest questions, can I retire and how much can I draw so I don't run out before I die? And so we always go through, Matt and I've talked about this in previous weeks, but we go through five areas of retirement planning. The first one is income planning. So with them, we focus on, okay, retiring in six months, what income do we need to be able to do the things that you want to do? And so we work through inflation on that income. We work through longevity on that income and get to a figure and a number that's going to work for them. Then we match that to their overall investments. How are they invested? And do they have enough to be able to achieve what that income looks like? So income's number one. Once that's set and, and we know that that's going to be a reasonable expectation for them, then we can go through tax planning. How are we going to be taxed as we draw this income, including the inflation adjustments? And again, we've said this before, but taxes are the thing that typically gets left by the wayside. There's things that a lot of people don't take into consideration. So the fact that tax brackets themselves are likely going to be changing in the future, in the short-term future, and becoming more expensive is just one element. The second being that every year you have to draw more income to have the same equivalent spendable power because of inflation. So you're drawing more income on tax brackets that are going higher. So you're paying more in tax and for the same respective amount of income. And then third is when one of the spouses pass away, then that surviving spouse is being jumped to the single filing tax bracket. And that is a significant tax hike. And it's not usually a 50-50 drop. It's not like, okay, well, one of our, you know, my spouse passed away, I'm going to drop my spend by 50%. No, you still have a house with the same tax bill. And still maybe have a mortgage, there's still going to be fixed expenses that end up raising you higher. So second is taxes. After you know the income side, we look at what the tax implications might look like. After taxes, you go through the insurance conversation, long-term care insurance being the big one nowadays. Uh, most of my clients can self-fund just fine, but we go through the uh, worst case scenarios. Then you talk through the estate. How does money go to the beneficiaries at the point that you pass? And then finally you go through investments. So that's what we'd work through with a 63, 64 year old couple with a bunch of money spread throughout. Um, there are annuities in here and annuities typically are restricted vehicles. You only have access to it in a certain period of time and not all annuities are created equal. Some of them are just fine. Some of them are really, really bad. So we'd want to take a look at that and see, okay, what's the lay of the land or something we need to change. 
So it's always those five areas in that order that gets you to a plan that's going to be comprehensive and be able to flexible enough to change as the world changes around you. Yeah, that absolutely sounds great. By the way, back to tax brackets. They're going to change unless Congress does uh, anything on 2026. They'll go back to their old uh, brackets. Is that correct? Guys, right? Yeah, I yep. thought so. Yep. Okay. Be on the lookout for that. Congress, uh, they act really. One thing about Congress, they move very quickly uh, these days, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, wait a yeah. minute. Hold on. Is that sarcasm? <laughs> yeah, that's sarcasm. Right. What are we relating that to? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. All right. So here's our next scenario. All right. So this, get this uh, guy, a twenty, uh, forty. Wait a minute. Hold on. A seventy-one-year-old man with nine hundred thousand dollars saved for retirement, retiring in thirty days. Now he's saved. 401k contributing to the limit offered by his employer steadily for 20 years. He's single in good health and his investments include stocks, bonds, commodities, real estate, precious metals, and annuities. He has three children who live in different States would like to be active during his retirement to visit them when he wants save money for their futures, travel on his own as well in retirement. What do we have for this 71 year old gentleman? All right, 30 days for retirement. We have continued jealousy from our yes. end, as we had earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, if, first of all, I, I love seeing that he's been contributing steadily to his 401k for 20 years uh, with his employer. That's good. Um, having his stocks, bonds, commodities, real estate, precious metals, and an annuity. He's, you know, he's, he's got some diversification going on there. Uh, we do a couple things. First, Ben walked through the five areas that we plan for, uh, income planning, tax planning, insurance planning, uh, estate planning, and then, of course, investment planning. So there's a few that I would, I would want to hit definitely solid on here. One is I would want to take a look at what he's diversified into and look at those asset allocations. So stocks and bonds, fine, but which ones? How are they performing? What's his risk tolerance at this point now that he's going to be retired and taking money out? I'd want to look at his annuity. Ben mentioned there are some that are great in retirement and then some that I would never want, you know, my grandma's worst enemy to have uh, in retirement. It just, it just depends. I'd want to look at that. Um, that's kind of a, a big word there, annuity. Um, I look at his precious metals and I'd, I'd want to see, you know, what his goal is for that. You know, is this something where he's thinking of it as, uh, you know, hedge of protection against long term inflation? Or is this something now that he is retired and he's going to need to start distributing? We need to get that into funds that he can actually use and have part of his budget. So we would talk about those investments. We would talk about uh, the RMDs that are going to be coming up in his life and how to plan for those. And then specifically, I would really look at his three adult children. He mentions in there that he wants to save money for their futures. Um, I mentioned this in a previous segment. What you save and what you pass on has different tax implications to your children. So let's, let's sit down and see what his goals are for his children. Um, for instance, he has real estate. I don't know how much real estate he has in this scenario, but I've had some people say, hey, before I die, I'm going to sign over my house to my kids because I want to see the smile on their face uh, when I give them this as an inheritance. And I just look and I cringe a little bit. I say, please tell me, tell me you haven't done that yet. You know, leave your home in your will, because if you give it to them while you're still alive, if you gift it, they inherit your cost basis, which means should they sell it, they're going to owe the capital gains uh, on it, just like you would if you sold it. However, if you leave it to them in your will and they inherit it, they get it on a stepped up cost basis. They could sell it the very next day, pay no capital gains tax. So I would look at what is it you want to do in this, uh, you know, for your children. Let's look at legacy planning. So I dive in deep there. 
Yeah, you know, that, that's, I never thought about that, and that's something I'm sure folks would never think about, too. And that's why, you know, you need to come see Ben and Matt. All right, uh, final, uh, I guess we have time for one more, guys. A 59-year-old and a 61 couple plan to retire at the age of 65 and 67. Both have 401ks through their respective employees. Other investments include many stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. They have no children, would like to travel upon uh, to all seven continents. What do we have for them with a couple of minutes left, guys? So uh, I like to start with clients in this space as to the question of why retiring in six years or seven years, as opposed to saying, okay, yeah, we'll just plan that and structure the plan around. And here's the reason why is I've Matt and I, again, retirement specialists, we only talk to people who are retired or close to retirement. And I've seen way too many times a client that works past their healthy years. It's, we don't know how long that's going to be. Some people start to go downhill in their 60s. Most people, it's closer to your 80s. But we just have zero idea. And once your health goes away, nothing else matters. So I would ask, first off, 5961, take a look at the asset balance and see what the income structure can end up being and say, hey, if your income could work sooner than your projected retirement dates, would you retire now? And if you would, great, let's change that expectation. Let's change when you're going to walk out the door and start doing the things that you want to do. Once that number it's great. Then walk out the door. You can kick the can down the road and the number will always look better. And so if you retire at age 83, the number is going to look great, but you're two years away from life expectancy. So that's the first thing I'd always take a look at is when is a reasonable retirement date based off of both your, your health and also your income availability. And then from there, start to plan out that light at the end of the tunnel. I also find clients, it's it's both easier and harder once you have the light at the end of the tunnel. So let's say in this scenario that they can retire two years earlier than they thought. And so that's great. And they start planning around that. But sometimes it makes it difficult now that you see where the end is to actually get to the end, as opposed to having it somewhat up in the air. But it, it's a it's a great feeling to be able to know that you've done enough to be able to retire and be able to have what you want and travel and do all the things that you want to do. So uh, always take a look at what the numbers can end up representing and start again with income. Make sure the income is going to work. And that's, again, Matt and I's focus is we try to help clients to get to the absolute best scenario they can for retirement through using any investment that's out there. Matt and I don't have a horse in the race. We don't have uh, one specific account that we have to use. We don't have a mutual fund that we're going to try to place every client in. We take a look at everything that's available and see what matches best to the client's interest and what their goals are. And then we can create a plan around those goals. And that's really why we, we focus investments last. A lot of advisors you talk to will start with investments and say, hey, here's this great annuity or here's this great stock picking that we have. And I think that's backwards. If we don't know what your goals are, investments, it, it's jumping the gun. There, there are tons of investments out there. We need to make sure that they match to what you're trying to do. So if that resonates and you want a second opinion of where you are or you want to start to create a plan for what retirement might look like for you, we create one page, easy to understand income plans that show you how much you can draw every year until age 100, including inflation adjustments and you know different laddering approaches for your income to be stabilized so that when the markets crash like last year, you're not going to have to drive yourself out of retirement. You're not going to have to worry about taking pay cuts. So if that sounds interesting, give us a call. We leave a handful of spots open for completely complimentary meetings from radio listeners. Now, we again give our employees the weekends off, so you're not going to get a live person on the phone, but leave a message. We'll shoot you a call Monday morning, get you scheduled either remote or in person, whatever makes the most amount of sense for you. And we'll go through the process to see what retirement might look like for you and what the income base might be for you as well. All right. Here's your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan, that retirement income plan. 
Right now, we still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Matt does have to work the weekend. He'll be on the phones. No, I'm only kidding. (laughs) (laughs) If you give my cell phone number out right now, we're going to be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I do have it, though. Uh, 877-249-6900. Seriously, folks, we'll get back to you first thing on Monday. Monday morning, the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, uh, they want to talk to you. Got to get on Ben's calendar and Matt's calendar. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan for retirement. 877-249-6900. All right, we'll take a short break. Be back with more of Ben and Matt and SoundPath to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Uh, it's that time of the week again when uh, listeners send us questions and we tackle them. So we'll tack as ma- uh, tackle as many as we can get through right after this short break. to welcome you back to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me, Ben Coble, Matt Leibiger, with us each week at this time. Thank you for joining us. Spending part of your Saturday morning with us at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They're both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. We talk about things each week we know that are on your mind, retirees or pre-retirees, whether it's Wealth accumulation strategies, long-term care, life insurance, tax minimization strategies, Social Security as well. You know, guys, I want to reference the last segment for just a second. I I was very jealous of the fact that this couple wants to travel to all seven continents. I'm planning on driving to Oregon or Idaho, so that's my goals, you know. Yeah. Slightly smaller, but yet, you know. Same difference. Still still significant for me. (laughs) Have, uh, have you met the people in Idaho? I mean, that's kind of like going to a different country. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Nobody in Idaho listing going to get on us. Okay. Um, I'm just expecting my brother and sister-in-law to call me and say, what was that all about? Let me give you that phone number right now, folks, if you want to get a hold of Matt. 877-249-6900 if you live in Idaho. Okay. Let's get to our questions. Wendy in Wenatchee. In uh, 2021, I rolled over a 403B plan from a previous job into an IRA and then made a Roth conversion on the amount under $10,000. Obviously, the conversion makes the full amount income. Is there a particular IRS form that I need to file for this? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, there, there is. And, and first of all, for those listening, if, if you're not familiar with what's being discussed right now, so when Wendy, there, there's two ways, uh, there's two ways people can get money into a Roth, uh, two main ways. And of course, that's while you're working, you're contributing either to a Roth IRA, if you make you know, if you make the right amount of money or you nowadays very popular is a Roth 401k that you can contribute uh, after tax dollars into a 401k. Um, the other way is through conversions. And that is something that has no limitations. I mean, if you had $3 million in tax deferred money, say in a 401k or an IRA, you could convert it over all at once into Roth. You just have to pay taxes on $3 million. So it's not smart. But uh, but Wendy did this with $10,000. So yes, uh, Wendy, when you're looking at this, you do need to pay your taxes at full income for that. Um, the f- the form for that is uh, for IRS. It's a form 8606, and it's specifically part two. Now, I will say I'm not a CPA, so talk with your tax person. That's my disclaimer. Uh, also, I'll say um, if you are using a tax program when you enter it, uh, generally speaking, you'll use the 1099R form has to be entered in that program for the program to 
populate an 8606 form. So look for that. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> All right. Con- con- consult your CPA to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, um, uh, Matt is not a, uh, a CPA, but he did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So I did stay at a Holiday Inn. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Leslie and Lyndon, why is it recommended percentage of my portfolio devoted to stocks at any different the beginning of my career than, than, than the start of my retirement? I don't understand. Why I should reduce my exposure to stocks when I retire, as I still have 30 years of investing ahead of me. What do we have for Leslie? Interesting question. Oh, it's a great question. And she's right that you don't want to limit your stock exposure for 30-year horizon. The difference is when you were working, your income was structured through employment. So you had 30-year horizon of 100% of your funds. So you could all put it into stocks and you could ride those three decades and you'd be better off in stocks than bonds or CDs or, or just about anything else. At retirement, though, you still have some money that's a 30-year horizon that you're not going to need for 30 years, but now your wages aren't going to be in there for income. So you need to also structure income for you. And the income base, if you have all of your money exposed to the stock market, that's where you can run into a lot of volatility into what your income can end up being. And we saw it in 2000 to 2010, right? So 2000, we had a huge market crash. It recovered. 2008, we had another huge market crash. From 2000 to 2010, the market was negative. So if you have 100% of your funds in stock accounts starting in 2000 and retired, not only do you have the market depleting your asset base, but you are also drawing it down for income. So you are accentuating the losses. And so you need to be able to set up income from separate sources from the stock market to be able to to get you consistency. And, you know, in the 90s, it was CD ladders. And CD ladders are actually starting to come back now that we've got short-term CD rates so high. Yeah, they're they're not looking bad right now. They're not too bad. They're beating inflation. So you need to make sure that you are structuring some kind of principal-protected, principal-guaranteed accounts to be able to structure that income. And that's the reason why you don't want to have 100% stock exposure once you hit retirement. Yeah, I mean, generally, you guys talk about all the time. We talk about the fact that you need to be more conservative as you get a little older because your time horizon, obviously, is a little shorter. You may not have time uh, to recover if the market takes a tremendous hit. But do you find some clients and some folks maybe even too conservative because you you still have to concern yourself with growth, as you mentioned, right? Yeah, and you need need inflation. And and this is kind of where this conversation um, goes into like folklore type of thing, because some clients will say, oh, if I'm talking conservative, then I'm not going to get growth. No, you can still get growth on a conservative plan. The thing is that any investment, Matt, I've talked about this before, any investment can be liquid, can be meant for growth, can be safe. So you can have two of those three categories. You can have high growth and safe. You just sacrifice liquidity. Mm-hmm. So you could still be conservative on your income generation while still maintaining high growth me- metrics. I mean, the best protected principle to count this year is up like 12%. So you can still have really good growth side of things. You'll just sacrifice liquidity. So if you have a ladder, then the liquidity doesn't matter as much. So again, this goes back to why talk to a financial professional. Well, specifically, Matt and I focus on retirement. So we we know what's out there. We know how we can end up structuring still growth while also being a conservative element. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to give that phone number out and get everybody on the calendar now because really important to get that comprehensive plan put together for you. It is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900, your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now, 877-249-6900. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me at this time, each week is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. 
And again, I want to thank you for joining us, spending part of your Saturday with us at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let's see, time for our next question. Greg in Gig Harbor. In retrospect, I probably made a mistake by not electing to have a spousal benefit for my wife on my military pension, but I can't go back and change it now. How do I make sure that she has enough remaining assets to live on, assuming I die first? Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if you can go back and make different decisions? Um, yeah, for those listening, uh, if if you're not one of the lucky ones to have a pension, this might sound like Greek, but uh, with pensions, you can choose to have a survivorship or, or a spousal benefit. And that's something that survives past your death. So generally, you have to choose it, you know, before you finally start drawing. And at that, they'll say, here's how much you can take every month with no survivorship. In other words, it ends when you pass. Or you could take slightly less and and have a 50% survivorship. Half of it will keep going to your spouse if you pass first. You can go up to 100%. So it just depends on, on what you choose. Um, Greg, you know, looking back, you can't change it now. But here's what you need to think about when you're looking, you know, should you pass first? And this is so important in your retirement planning is you have to look at what 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 brings in your income, right? So I always look at at two things. One, you have streams of income. These are things that you're not going to get a lump sum out of, right? You can't go to Social Security and say, actually, I'll just take it all up front and invest it myself. They say, no, this is your monthly amount, right? So you have Social Security, you have pensions, maybe you have some rental income. These are streams of payment. The other thing you have is, is your buckets of money, what you've saved in your 401k or in your other investments. When you pass and you wonder, will my spouse be okay? You have to look at what they're going to lose. And what they're going to lose in your situation is your significant other will lose your pension because you don't have any survivorship. Uh, they will lose the lower of the two social securities. Um, and something else to look at, uh, and I think Ben mentioned it in our first or second segment, they're going to change their tax filing status. And that's something a lot of people forget. Uh, they're going to go to filing single instead of married filing jointly. When you take those out, if the amount of income in your plan is still enough monthly for your significant other to to live, well, well, then you're okay. I mean, if, if they can live and be happy. If not, this is when we start talking things like life insurance, uh, something to supplement uh, your spouse once you go. And so this is part of our conversation when we get into our insurance talk, when Ben and I sit down with people, is, is we look over this. Is this something that we need to look at in order to take care of your spouse should you pass first? So great question, Greg. Uh, let's sit down and let's, let's talk about the details. All right, let's dig in for one more question. All right, Ron in Redmond, I'm 65 years old, retired. I have about 50000 in debt from loans and credit cards. I'm about to receive $170,000 from my father's estate. Should I pay off all my debt at once? A couple of minutes left for Ron. Well, this one will probably be a relatively easy one. The short answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Consumer debt, specifically credit cards, uh, is really high interest rates. So you're probably up in the 20% on the, on the interest rate there. And so if you're looking at the alternative, should you invest this money as opposed to paying off that debt? Well, is there an investment out there that can get you higher than a 21% return? Not consistently. I'll take two. <laughs> yeah. I'll take yeah. two. Uh, uranium mines off the coast of Peru. <laughs> so no, you'd want to pay down that. Now, if we're talking loans being like a mortgage and your mortgage rate is three and a quarter, that's a different conversation. That one, you might want to invest those proceeds and just pay off the mortgage monthly. So make sure if it's a high interest rate debt, you want that paid off ideally before retirement. But if it's a, a good debt, like a mortgage debt, then that's fine. You probably want to keep that and just invest the money instead. Yeah. And and if what we're talking about f through all these, I mean, these are great questions. And, and I say it every week, good questions and, and fun conversations. But if what we're talking about has struck a chord 
and you want to be certain that you're on the right path with your own plan, give us a call. Uh, This is why we leave a a select number of spots open each week for our listeners. And we always enjoy throughout the week meeting our listeners. We we thank you for taking the time to listen. And and we always like sitting down and chatting with you. So we keep a few openings on our calendar. We can meet in person. We can meet remote. And you're going to sit down with us, fiduciary advisors. Uh, You're not going to sit down with any other coworkers. You're going to sit down with Ben or myself. And um, and we're going to look and we're going to take you through all the things that you've thought about and maybe haven't thought about. One, One thing throughout the time of us serving our community we found there's a lot of things that folks really don't have a true understanding of. Uh, they don't necessarily know how much they're paying in fees and commissions. That's always a surprising, interesting talk we have. Um, they don't uh, know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest egg. And that's very important when you're retiring. Uh, and they don't often understand the tax implications for the retirement savings. So if you call us, we're going to sit down. We're going to go over these and many other uh, important items. And we're going to create for you a one-page, clear, coherent distribution strategy for your retirement plan. Uh, if you call right now, also, you'll get a copy of Ben's book, uh, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. So give us a call. Fill one of those open spots. Let's sit down and let's look what is important to you. All right, folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications there'll be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Just pick up the phone right now. The number is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. And uh, leave your name and number, and the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies Get back with you first thing Monday morning, 877-249-6900. All starts with a conversation, no cost or no obligation. You deserve a more confident plan to retire, stress-free, peace of mind. That's what you want when you move into retirement. Well, guys, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, it's a pleasure. Go out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.